Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masachet Yoma Daf Nun Dalar Amud Bet at the bottom of the Amud, continuing with our analysis of the Mishnayot about the Matanot Adam. Natalta Adam and Mishmisrei Mishmarespo. He'd come in and he would do one up and and seven down. What is Kematzlif? So Rabbi Yehuda said that it is Kemangeda, meaning like a whip. Alright, He wouldn't do put the dam on top of the kaport, but rather towards the thickness of the kaport. In other words, he would flick up or flick down. What's the source? What does that mean? It says the same thing about the par. So why does it say lamata again? To compare the alakaporet to lifneakaporet. Malifne de lav al, af al de lav al. In other words, it doesn't mean on top of. Adraba, loyomala malava parvalotsarich. You don't have to say, uh, al, in the case of the par, to go on mala de sayir. Lamanamala kushlifne de al. Ma al al mamash, alifne al mamash. Maybe read it the opposite way and say that it means actually on top of the kaporet. Hi, my. If you agree, that the lamata of the sayer is there to compare it to the above part of the par. It's needed for this. Every time it says pene, it means facing. Then the the second one of the uh, of the sayer is therefore unneeded, and therefore you'd say that we'd have to read it that the um, that the lamata de sa'ir is the one that is there, lakushe, and it's there to tell us that it is um, that it is not al. Um, okay, and kadim, of course, means uh, on the east side, facing the east. So it teaches us that the above in the sayir is one. I don't know how many do how many to do down on the sayir. I mean, done. We have damim below for each of them. It says in Vekabar Sheva Pe'amim for the par, so the same seven for the Sayir. Let's try a different one. The Sayir, it says up and down. Maybe each one is one. So which is more comparable? Is the below of the Sayir more like the below of the par or like the above of the Sayir? So the first attack we have is to take that below with below. Now, Adrava, try the opposite. Danin gufo mi gufo. You do one part of the sayir to the other. As opposed to up from down. Down from up. Gufo mi alma, sorry. Therefore, the Torah says, you do to the sayir like you did to Damapar. What are you in that for? Same thing. One up, seven down. So just like the lower flicks on the par are seven, similarly for the sayir.
Now we know that both of them are seven below. I don't know how many to do above for the part. The same thing inverted. So just like the sir is one up, so the par is one up. So I got another way to go. The par says seven below, and it doesn't tell me how many up. So maybe I should do seven up. Which is more comparable. I should judge the one above from the one above, meaning the above for the sayir, where I know it's one, and apply it to the one for the part. No, I should take one part of the part to the other. The same pasuk that tells me that the dama seer is done like dama par. Why does it compare the two? That they should be exactly alike. So those are our psukim. Now, he when he counts is achat achat biachat achat v'shleim. Tana baran achat achat biachat achat v'shleim. 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 But everybody agrees that the one above has to be counted with each of the seven below. My Tama. The question is just do you say it first or a second? Just make sure you don't lose count. Meaning the Torah hooks in the the one flick above with the seven below. The means that you're going to hook in the one you did above with each one of the seven below. So they'd be, they disagree if you didn't count and didn't make a mistake. And you have to go back and do it again because it's ma'akev. Just to make sure you don't mess up. If you didn't mess up, you're okay. Okay, the next part of the Mishnah says, the Kohen Gadol would come out and put the dam into the base, the base that would hold the uh, mazrek that was golden base. As to whether there were two, like Chachamim, or one, like Rabbi Huda, he would just put one in and out. In Shkalim, he says that they did not have shofarot, the 13 collection boxes, they did not have any for kinim of chova. If you had to bring, if you were obligated to bring a nest, as you let it or something, because you might get mixed up between the ola and the, and the chatat. He says the concern is that you would mix up the chova with the nedava. And remember, a cane that's a nedava, both birds are in olat. So just make two boxes. One that says Chava, one says Nava. So the answer is Rabbi Yehuda, late lake Tiva. Rabbi Yehuda says that there is, you can't rely on that which is written. Because Rabbi Yehuda says there was only one basin, base for the Mazrakim and our Mishnah. Now, Trey, my time below. Why did Rabbi Yehuda say there weren't two? Because you might put the par and say you're in the wrong one. 
Why don't you write which one is which? By the way, it would be easier. You just have a very big one and a very small one, because the is much smaller. It must be the Rabbi Yudah says you can't rely on what's written. The Mishnah in Shkalim, that that Mishnah bounced off of is It's said on each one of the boxes what the uh, fund, what, what was ever collected in that box would go to. Means new shkalim, that's for the new fund. Natikin is for if you didn't bring last year, you have to pay now also. Kinin is Torin, Gozleola is Beneo, you're not the two different kinds of birds. Kulan Olot, Rabbi Yehuda. So that means Rabbi Yehuda himself agrees that all these things that are written, we know what's going in each box and we rely on what's written. So how do we resolve that? It's a whole different reason. Is that the reason Rabbi Yehuda says um, that um, <coughs> that the Ta'aro vote uh, that there were not um, that there were not kinei chova uh, because of Ta'aro vote was not because of Ta'aro chova ben dava which according to Yehuda here you have chova and dava both in boxes but rather because it was exera shema you have a chatat shemetu baleha because if there's something in the chatat uh, box and it turns out that the owner died and you don't know about it you're going to bring that bird. And that's a chatat meita. Umicha shinan since when are we choshesh for that? But no, no. Shalechat alom dinat ayam. This is the sugi of cheskat chayim in Gittin. And you send the chatat from far away. Makivinon tava cheskat shukayam. We assume the guy's alive, so we never assume somebody died unless we know they died. El yishum chatat shemeitu baaleha vaday. And it's a case where we know that uh, this guy put money into the box and it wasn't yet offered and he died, but it's all mixed up together with all the other chovot. That's the Taru vote. Not Chova Bidin Dava, but Chova Meta with Chova Chaya, as it were. So why don't we just take four zoos out for two birds, uh, the money for the Chatat, one bird, throw it into Yam HaMelech, and everything will be from Mutter. The answer is that whole sugya of if you have a whole bunch of money of which some of it has to be destroyed, whether you could pick it out is depends on Brera. Rabbi Yuda does not accept Brera. Now, how do we know Rabbi Yehuda doesn't accept Brera? Manalan. the famous Mishnah, Let's say you bought wine from the Kutim, which means it's Dmai. And you bought it from them um, uh, just before Shabbat, and therefore you cannot, don't have time to be mafrish. So you, you drink, and you say, the two lugim that I will eventually leave over at the end will be truma. Asara maserishon, two, ten of them will be maserishon. Tisha maserishoni, the nine that remain now is the tenth will be maserishoni. And you drink right away. And then you, at the end, you, after Shabbat, you give those parts to your mayor. And Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, Osrin, they disagree. So you think that Rabbi Yehuda must disagree because it's a Breira issue. Alma ain Breira. In other words, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon must say, Rabbi Meir, you think that there's Breira, which means that there's whole big wine here, and you can retroactively determine which one was the Truma and the Maser by leaving it over. We disagree. But that's not true. They have a different reason for disagreeing. 
And this is uh, laid out in the Sugyan Gitin. And the famous conversation took place. They said to our mayor, aren't you concerned that after he's drunk the wine, the uh, the uh, the opening of the barrel will pop open, and all the wine will flood out, and then that would mean he'll never took Trumot to Masrot, and that means that retroactively he drank Tevel. So, and his answer was, yeah, if it breaks, it breaks. So that doesn't prove it. So in other words, the, the proof from the wine, it's not a proof, for Yehuda does not reject Brera based on that. But we have it from the famous Mishnah of Ayo, the Tani Ayo, Bihudomer, Enadamatnel, Shtedvarim Keachad. This is the issue in Eruvin, if you have uh, two possibilities of where you're, you want to make your Tchum in two different directions, the Sugim in the third parak, Enadamatnel, Shtedvarim Keachad, so in the fourth parak, you can only go in one direction. You can't leave it both open. In our discussion there in Eruvin, we said, Why can't you have it be in two directions and Friday night you decide where you wanted your Shvita on Friday afternoon to be? Because it should be also if you give two options. Riochanan says that's only if the Chacham actually arrived before Shabbat. And we knew about it. And this guy just got around to saying it Friday night, but the Brera was already done on Friday. So that means Rabbi Yehuda says in Brera. In Brera means you cannot retroactively designate something. So since Rabbi Yehuda says you cannot retroactively designate something, therefore we don't have the solution with taking the money that was in this box uh, for uh, the Chataot, of the of the birds and found out that one owner died and taking some coins out and throwing them because that won't identify it as being belonging to him and they're all in trouble and therefore Rabbi Yehuda says we don't put the coins in there but it's not because Rabbi Yehuda doesn't rely on Ktiva but rather because of this Haktiva Yitle so now if Rabbi Yehuda says Ein Beiran that's the reason so it must be that he otherwise does rely on Ktiva because we have no reason to think he doesn't so Yom Kippur Nami Navi So go back to what was used as a proof and say Yom Kippur. Why don't we have two bases there for the um, uh, for the uh, blood and write on them Par and Sair and um, and uh, and then he'll be able to put them into uh, into each one uh, and and have them both there as opposed to having one which is a little bit more difficult. Um, uh, because they're balancing them, if you will. <clears throat> and the answer is, Shumchulsha the Kohen Godel Avadate. The Kohen Godel is a little bit tired by now, a little bit weak by now. He might not be paying good attention, even though normally, right, relying Tiva, he might not be able to. Dilote Mahachi, if you don't agree with that. Balok Tiva Nami, Hai Nafich Vahizuta, this is what I mentioned earlier. One of them is going to be much bigger than the other. The Dam Hapar is a huge amount relative to Namaseir, so the Mazrek will be much bigger, and therefore the holder will be much bigger. So you don't even need Tiva. Would you think they're going to use the same side size Mazraik and he didn't get all the Damapar? Rabbi Yehuda says, you've got to get all the Damapars we saw earlier. And you say Damapar means Dameapar, but it's called Damapar. You have to get all of it. And if you think, 
that maybe it'll spill out. In other words, once you did Kabbalat Adam, and it spills out, and then you really have Mazrikim that are the same size. In other words, we have the same size standard Mazrikim, but the, maybe all the extra Dhamma power will spill out, and they'll be the same amount. The answer is, Hayechiru Hayesumak. The Dhamma power is much redder, much deeper red. And the Kohen Godel just won't be able to pay attention to the two Kanim. Uh, or if it's, even if it's written. Good. So that's why, so now Rabbi, Rabbi Huda's reason for saying that we don't, do not have the, um, the two different, uh, uh, basins, uh, bases in there for the, um, for the Dom, and therefore the coin Godel has to keep one in his hand and, and somebody else swaps with him. For the other one, is because uh, the coin Godel himself won't be able to pay attention and put it in the right place if you have two of them, and then he might end up taking the wrong one and, and spritzing the wrong Dom out of order. And that is the consideration. Um, okay, one last story. How so here we hear a report of somebody actually doing what we do, which is reciting the Seder HaVodah after the Churban Beit HaMikdash. Uh, so uh, this uh, Baltfila was in front of Ravad and Yom Kippur. He described it and he said he put it on the second cane. He was talking about the Dama Sayir. He picked up Dama put down Dama Sayir. It sounds like you're taking both positions. If, if, remember, if you have two kanim, then the way, the two kanim, then the way it works is, you come out, you put the dama sayer in, and then you pick up dama par. And then you said, natal dama par, meniach dama sayer, that you picked up dama par, and then put down dama sayer, that's the Rabbi Huda model. So, I'm a heniach dama sayer, natal dama par. So he says, here's what you should say, if you agree with Rabbanan that there were two, be consistent and say, he put down dama sayer, and then picked up dama par. Okay, we'll pick it up uh, with our further analysis of the mission in the next podcast. In time, everybody should have a wonderful day.